going on people welcome to drama free gaming it is what it says and it says what it is we got a full house tonight and i'm hyped so we're gonna get all the uh niceties out of the way if you're here for the first time on the channel on youtube.com forward slash drama free gaming we welcome you hit that like button leave a comment subscribe don't miss out we're here almost every week around this time, and we're just gamers talking games about a hobby, a passion that we have that just, quite frankly, keeps us uh, sane, I want to say. It's helped a bunch of us through some difficult times, and so it's just something we have in common. Hopefully, you guys can catch us, catch us live here or catch us also on Anchor.com fm forward slash dfg podcast and yes that podcast is distributed to uh other services so go check us out google cast pocket cast etc etc we are probably out there and we're out there because you guys make it possible so without further ado i'm gonna be introducing one by one we have a special guest tonight and as you can see by the title already set out there tonight is all about that jrpg rpg talk so let me uh introduce first and foremost my brother from another mother jay talk to these people what's going on what's what's uh welcome everyone back to another show sorry i wasn't with y'all last week obviously i wasn't missed these brothers didn't give me no kind of love but it's all good though Oh man, but we I'm, we are IP'd you, man. We buried you and everything. We had a funeral and the whole nine oh, yards. Oh, you buried? Oh, you buried me? Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, RIP. 
these dudes gave me a tombstone. But yeah, uh, pass it over to the next over the couch. You over there with me. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, let's pass it on to Haniel. What's going? On? What's up, Haniel? Talk to these people. All right. What's up, man? Over here, got I got less and less space on this virtual couch here. But uh, welcome <laughs> you all tonight, and uh, welcome aboard. Yeah, yeah. You were you were uh, stretched out last week on the uh, virtual couch, and this week. You know, them cheeks is uh, hanging off the edge there. <laughs> I don't need, I can't even put a bowl of cheese doodles between my legs. Here. Nah, man, nah. <laughs> tonight, tonight, I think you and I are going to be the ones who are uh, going to be sitting back and enjoying uh, the conversation. I have to do this right. So I'm going to slow it down here for a moment. You see, we have on the panel with us tonight our special guest. And not just a guest, uh, I'm going to introduce almost sleek. And before I let him have some words, uh, I don't use the almost, I just call him sleek and, uh, dusty's who's already in the chat always calls him sleek baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey, he's probably on, the only one to call him God, sleek man. baby. What's that? <laughs> I mean, names his brother. God, this dude is like Bigfoot out here <laughs> making his legendary appearance for somebody caught him on camera. That's what it is. Hey, listen. Sleek, I mean, to be honest, I, I just got to set this up. So Sleek is not a stranger, number one. he's uh, Sleek has been with me, and to, to be honest, I'm going to let him talk about it, but all the way back since 2017 when I first started on Mixer, when I first built my computer, decided to jump on the streaming scene, started Drama Free Gaming, and Sleek is one of the pioneers. He just, not only did he just show up, but this brother out of like nowhere, he was like, I'm a mod for you. And he jumped in there and he's he's done so much more for me than just be a moderator. He's been a cheerleader. Um, he's just been a brother. He's He's just a good guy. And the thing is, I've yet to meet this man face to face. I consider him family. He's my brother, just like Jay. I just saw Jay face to face a couple months ago. I've seen Dusty. I gotta make a trip out there and meet up with Sleek. And, and you know, we gotta chat because the guy has a big heart. All he does is give and serve. He's always constantly brainstorming and working on a project. And, and that's what I love about him. To be honest, he's just he just gives. There's just no take with him. He just give, gives, gives, and uh, he puts a hundred percent into everything. So, Sleek, the floor is yours. Welcome, baby. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Look at this, brother. He's just like wait so minute. smooth. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, ho, 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 ho. You got this presidential king. Welcome. <laughs> I always get this peasant thing and just run like, man, man, you better say it with your chest, please. He's, he's smooth. He's smooth. I told you. I told you guys. I'm, I'm a soft-spoken fellow. <laughs> no, oh, Dusty's I, I, already jumping on you, Sleek. He's, he's in the chat. And again, if you guys want to chat through Discord, jump on DFG Family, the channel there, and it's going to show up live here on the stream, uh, or you can chat using YouTube. But Dusty's already on you. He's like, only thing is, he's from Boston. That's coming from oh, a New Yorker. What do you got to oh, say about that? Oh, there we go. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing but love for Dusty, so I'll just 
I'll save it for, you know, off air. Oh, there you go. Look at this, this guy. That He's... brother hit you with the, I'm going to school you later, young boy. Sneaky squeaky. <laughs> He's squeaky clean. I'm telling you, man. He's a good guy. Butter mm-hmm. on the buns, baby. Look at Javi talking about butter on the buns. I don't know what you mean about that butter on what buns, but. <laughs> hey, man, you better watch with buns. You can be on the man, but keep it G, people. Keep it G. Oh, man. So, so you know, guys, I'm, I'm going to be 100 and sleek. And Jay, you guys are just going to run with this. But JRPGs, <laughs> let me ask you, sleek. How did this love, this passion begin for you? Where did it all start? So the very first RPG I played that really got my um, attention and with the story, the graphics, um, what else? Uh, what would it say? It was Super Nintendo, right? So Final Fantasy series. Oh, 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 brother, I love you. Oh, yes. Yep. So Praise Final, me. <laughs> Final Fantasy VI uh, is what it is called in Japan. But here in the States, it was Final Fantasy III. Um, but that game is what got me to just fall in love completely with anything that has to revolve around RPGs. Wow, so so Final Fantasy, like I hear a lot of podcasts and and gamers, and whenever Final Fantasy is brought up, it's always brought up in a in a light that's like it seems unique and special, and a game that's that's just caused a lot of people to be drawn into the genre. What was it about the game? Well, do you know why? I can give you the honest reason if you want. I mean, go ahead, give us your opinion, Jay. It might be different from from Sleek. But okay, well, in in my opinion, Final Fantasy was the game that not only saved JRPGs back on the NES days, but it saved uh, Square as well. So as one of those, when Final Fantasy 1 dropped on the NES, it was a whole different experience for everyone. Not only did Square become a name in itself just with that one game, it it blew up JRPGs for what we see today. Wow, and when you talk about Square, you talk about Square or Square Enix. So Square yeah, so Square <laughs> used to no Square Enix used to be Square. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um they they went through they were actually Square Soft. Uh but they would use just Square. Um and now, as everyone knows today, any game that they release is <laughs> it's uh Branded as Square Enix, but same Absolutely. company. Well, can you name some of the different games that both companies produced? Uh, so we got so Squaresoft, we have Secret of Mana. Oh, my brother. Um, <laughs> Secret of Mana. Uh, I played okay. that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, let's see. Come on. Chrono Trigger. One of the greatest RPGs known to man today. Uh, Xenogears, Chrono Cross, uh, yes. Vagrant, Vagrant Story. Um, now, most of uh, the games, most of the games my man just named, but most of them on PS1. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that's when Square was like absolutely killing it. Square and yeah. Atlas. 
Yes, they did. And they did for Super NES. They had a real gem. I'll always remember it as well because I also love this game, but Super Mario RPG. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, yep. did you play? Did you ever play Front Mission on uh, SNES? I was never a fan of Front Mission. Oh, man. You, should, you, you, gotta, you gotta get down on it sometime, though. Don't, don't also... <sighs> You can't forget Ogre Tactics because that was well, that was uh, Japan, but it was still there. Yep, Ogre Tactics is a beautiful game. Let's see what else they got. Um, another PlayStation game, Final Fantasy Tactics. They're they're huge with uh, the Sony consoles, right? Yeah, but... so <clears throat> Nintendo and and Sony are where you'll see a majority of Square release their games. Well, yeah, until, you know, when Enix, when, uh, you remember when Square pretty much almost went out of business, though, which is how you connect Square and Enix. Do you know the backstory behind that? I, all I know is Square at one point, what was it, like 17 years ago, it, it became defunct. Um, okay. So does anybody here remember the movie Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Spirits Within? Oh, yeah. I remember the movie, never saw it. Well, that was a square thing, and they put a lot of money into it, and it crashed, and it almost put Square out of business. So Enix stepped in and was like, hey, since we pretty much on the same level, you know, we 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 gonna we're going to buy you, but we're gonna put your name first since your game sold just slightly better than ours. Now, and let's not forget. Enix has their own great set of RPGs. If you guys don't know, the Valkyrie Profile series is absolutely phenomenal. Yep. Grandia as well, if no one's ever played it. I got all of them. Oh, see, uh, so, so, I, so let me, I'm going to jump in here. So what, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the attraction? I mean, I think of RPGs and, and, and you guys school me on this. You got RPGs, role-playing games. Then you got yeah. JRPGs, right? Japanese role-playing games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're talking about two different beasts here, right? Because it's a cultural thing between those two definitions of, of role-playing games, right? I'll let you take this one, Sleep. Oh. Personally, I... I don't know. I, like, So a lot of RPGs you, you think of now would be like... Uh, uh, Dark Souls would be considered a, a role-playing game. Uh, right. A Fallout series, Witcher, uh, Elder mm -hmm. Scrolls. Um, I mean, I, they both are are like fictional settings, right? I mean, right. you're essentially doing the same things, but if you, in my opinion, the the difference would be JRPGs have a, a specific. Uh, art style mm -hmm. that they stick to uh, where they're not all the same but they the same family or fall under the same umbrella as to Tell where so. a, a majority of RPGs now uh, they're they're a little more beefed up on uh, like here right so this is just my opinion and this is what I I like to believe as well that, like I said, JRPGs stick to that 
that specific formula, but you don't see it as much because of the power consoles have now. But there's a lot of people out there who want to see that that old, not I, I don't want to say old, but that particular taste of games to come back, right? So I, I've been playing uh, lately solo games, but it's all the older games, right? So I've been playing, um, like I said, Final Fantasy VII, uh, not the remaster, but just Final Fantasy VII, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, I actually just ordered through Amazon uh, Valkyrie Profile for the DS. Mm. Um, oh, that game's a beast. So yeah, we so. we we talking about, and I want I want to kind of set something up for you guys. We're talking here. Sleek is talking about actually buying physical games. He's not getting digital games. All right, so. He's buying physical. He mentioned the beginning of the conversation, Super Nintendo. Was that like your era? Is that like when you you came into gaming? So, I have two older brothers, and a lot of my cousins are older. So I've been a, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm 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 a young fellow. So, um, I was around for Nintendo, but obviously very super young. Okay. Uh, so I didn't really get into gaming until the, yeah, the SNES. To the SNES um, or the SNES, yeah. Yep, and the first game I beat um, was, was Zelda. Wow, okay. And, uh, and then, uh, of course, like, my brothers being older and being into video games and my cousins, I was introduced to, to playing those uh, consoles before then, right? So you got... The NES, the mm -hmm. ColecoVision, uh, Commodore, uh, uh, Sega Master. Yeah, that's I so. Sega Master. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so interesting. It's interesting to hear you, Sleek, that where you started and then getting exposed and going back to the roots and then where you're at even today. What, what I'm curious, and you guys could jump in here as well. What I'm curious about is I see the allure. Actually, I, I've talked about playing Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star was probably the last RPG um, that I went through. And, and I still have fond memories of it. Uh, but that time was different because, you know, you bought a game and that was your game. And quite frankly, you know, we had no life. <laughs> there was no kids, no wife, no job, no nothing. So you can pump some serious gameplay hours. And looking back, you know, you see some of these games are, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours long. What keeps you still in this genre? And, and I know you're, you know, I'm not going to go into your private life, but you know, being an adult now and with responsibility stuff, what keeps you passionate about playing RPGs? Um, so I'll say this too, like I'm a big fan of anime and the crazy thing is that it, it branches off. It all started because of video games, right? Um, the stories are so good uh, on a majority of these games that you can get lost into it for hours because you're just like uh, so involved right with the character and some of the games have uh, a number of characters and there's multiple stories for each character 
Mm. So it's not like you're just, uh, let's see what, so for an example, um, the Witcher, I mean, that's a great game, but you know, you're, you have like the side quests and different things can happen and different choices or, or and whatnot, but you're still just, you just have the story of, of, of the main guy, right? Right. It, you play a game like, uh, I'll say Final Fantasy six, right? Mm-hmm. You have the story of each of those characters, and like as it goes along, you see how they eventually uh, tie in together. Okay. So, and, and the setup and the backstory for each character, it, 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 the story goes someplace. It, it doesn't have, um, I'm not going to say this particular game, but there's not multiple endings, right? There's only one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in my opinion, it, it keeps me like, I, I want to get this game beat, right? And the story just, it's like you're reading a book, except mm. you, you you just hear the music, right? The music in these games are obviously phenomenal, like mm. the soundtracks for all these games. Um, and they have a lot of the same composers, so you know the, the soundtrack's going to be great. Um, the visuals um again story obviously and just the amount of effort at that that point to see um the amount of time they put in for for you know like the different types of weapons and skills Mm. even then right so now you just newer jrpgs or rpgs you you just see how beautiful like you they do a specific attack or a skill or, or cast some type of magic you gotta think they've been doing that forever right and i like and it's crazy like back then it's like wow imagine what it would look like today and you get to see both sides of it right but i'll I'll always say like this it's crazy what they were doing before it was ahead of their time right they just didn't have the technology to make it you know 4k or seeing things 60 frames per second at 10 right or 3d for the, oh. i mean you know 3d like in a in the sense where you have all these textures and ray tracing well, and all the, this other stuff now right yeah that's the thing they were using like uh formulas to uh, combining them right so they were doing like 2d environments with uh 3d maps or right uh, isometric and mm-hmm. they were making it work with such little uh, i don't want to say little technology obviously because they created these great games but not the technology wasn't advanced. Right. They were just starting to like break into it and, and trying different things. And obviously these formulas improved over time. They said, Hey, we did it this way. Nowadays, let's, let's try to do it this way. We make it better. So, so I, you, I, I got a question. Like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Daniel. Jump and, in. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up with a little bit of RPG. I started off with fantasy star two and then well, what was it? Final Fantasy VII and Baldur's yeah. Gate, and from there, it, you know, Diablo and so forth. Um, compared to you know the the storylines back then to to now, um, do do you still see uh, um like is there still like a counterweight to like storyline versus graphics? Has it balanced out? Were they able to um bring over the storyline and improve on the graphics? Do you feel in any imbalance uh, from what you played in the past, like? 
uh, in the past, it was very heavy storyline, but not enough uh, graphics and gameplay. Versus now, you got the good graphics and you probably got decent gameplay. Does the storyline really, you know, hold and, and balance out things? All right. So I think that for some reason, newer newer RPGs now compared to before, um, the the stories now aren't aren't you got this, focused, brother? focused on as much, right? Mm-hmm. There, it's more of like, hey, let's let's do all this, like you said, like the graphics, like like there is an imbalance. Nowadays, the graphics are unreal and everything else, but if you really sit and play, like the stories aren't as engaging. Yeah, it's they're they're not as long. That's a shame. I guess you could say yeah. so. It, they're like shortened. So, um, I mean, back then that's what they were working with, right? Yeah, they they had to rely on that storyline because uh, yeah. graphically, you know, it was just you know what they had. Yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to piggyback yeah. on that and say, do you think that that is that's the the compromise now, where you know everything is about the resolution, the frame rate, and whereas before, like you're saying, especially with with RPGs, and and again, we're including our ARPGs in here as well, or JRPGs as well. Um, you know what they had to really lock in and engage you with is that that story, and yeah, and yeah. and how much how much imagination does goes into playing these games? You would say. Can I get um, in on the conversation? Yeah, Go yeah. ahead, Jay. <laughs> okay, so uh, sleep. You make great points. I definitely got to say that. But overall, in my honest opinion, you guys. First thing that makes a JRPG a JRPG is the story. When you sit down and you play these games, it is legitly like, don't even put your mind in reality. You're taking your mind somewhere else. You become engrossed in the character, engrossed in the story. And as new characters come in, you want to know what's going on with them, what do they have to hide or bring. And it just keeps expanding until the end. And you get, and usually when you dig into these games and you figure out every nuance and you find the correct path, you get this final ending where even you're like, really? Did they really have to add all this just to give me this ending? Mm. As sexy as it is. Why? (laughs) Yeah, Javi makes a comment in the the chat. I want to include the chat as they're commenting as well, but he had said a little while ago that yeah, when you guys mentioned the movie, that movie bombed hard. And Hell yeah. he also made the comment that his his stepdaughter has all the Final Fantasy original games. Uh, that's amazing, you know? He always says Square always felt their tech was superior. That was the promise with the movie. They got his money. <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they, they took all that. They took that ill. Yeah. They took all yeah, but it this, this is interesting because and I bring up the I bring up the scenario or the question and you guys to comment on it about how much does imagination play into playing RPGs because I'm talking about my RPG experience, I'm going to tell you wasn't even video games. It was Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I played. We're talking about, you know, get the graph paper out, get the dice 
the DM, you know, build your character sheets, and it was strictly all imagination. So playing an RPG, a video game RPG, and I'm talking about now, I'm sure there has to be an element in order for you to get engrossed and get attached to these characters and stuff. There's this imagination that has to to be in play. You have to become one with that character, the main yeah. character. You, you basically oh, have to be. Yeah. You have to be. Uh, I'll use Final Fantasy VII because I mean, that's known everywhere. But Cloud, right? You you got to put yourself in Cloud shoes. So you know, mm. once you yeah. get get it involved and 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 you start progressing through the story and seeing where it came from and how it came to be and all the stuff that happened to him and how it led up to. You know, I don't want to give any spoilers just in case people haven't played the mm-hmm. game, which I'm, I I don't know. But um, from our conversation earlier, I don't know if you have end time, but, you know, I, I don't want to spoil anything. But, but no, you know I what I mean? You. Yeah, it's, yeah. You got to so, be that main character and, and act as if you're making those decisions or uh, people's lives are in your hands, basically. Um, okay. Hey, sleep. You got back. Yeah. Did you did you play Final Fantasy Tactics on PlayStation? Oh, of course I have. I have I have two copies of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so in time. Yes. To to break this down to where you would understand. Are you a man of chess? Yes, I love chess. So you'd like tactical RPGs. Oh, so I don't like... know about that. Hold on. Hold on. I played some tactical RPGs. Oh, just, just, I should just say tactical me. games, but out. I don't know. Just hear me. I'm going to hear you out. All right. Just hear me out. So, so, so you like chess? Do you, and you just said you like Dungeons and Dragons, correct? Yes, I used. Well, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons back. That was a long time ago. What I want you to do is why I mentioned it to Sleek. I want you to go play Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm. It is. It is like playing chess, Dungeons and Dragons, and Final Fantasy all at the exact same time. You get to choose your classes or what you want to be. The characters move like chess pieces, depending on what class you are, depends on how far you can move. And you in a story of back in the medieval times where it's just going down in the kingdom. Sounds interesting. Final Fantasy Tactics is probably one of the best story played RPGs I've ever played in my life. It is that deep. Mm. Uh, I think in fan, uh, Final Fantasy VII, they allowed you to change the character names at the very least, right? I mean, you couldn't yeah. change the character type, but you could change the character name, right? So yeah. well, I think what if I recall doing that was just naming it after all my friends, so <laughs> kind of to immerse myself into the into the gameplay, right? Because I mean, back then, you know, there wasn't no super, you know, uh, you know. Uh, t- typing your character you know you just could basically change your name and you know you can enhance the characters and stuff like that so you know that's how i engaged with these games by relating them to people that that were around me and thus you know giving them their names you know i followed suit like that with a lot of you know rpg games that i played in which i kind of incorporated my friends into it just by giving them a name or their t- character type like I, I would you know pito on the first floor i would always give you know the biggest character on the screen i it would go to him <laughs> You know, he would just end up being the big brute. He's a big brute. You know, and that's how you you kind of get yourself engaged into these characters and and the game and you know sort of the the storyline of it. Yeah, and yeah, so. 
and I'm digging at that because the reason is is because you know there's games and and Sleek mentioned something that I just want to like kind of comment on, but you know even games like now like I just started playing uh, Dark Souls three. Okay, I've had it in the backlog for the longest time, and when I mean that I just started playing is like actually now I'm approaching the game the way it's supposed to be approached, which is an RPG. I didn't know that when I picked up Dark Souls, I thought this is a hack and slash, you know, go through, survive, you know, rinse, watch, repeat. And man, I was getting smashed, like to the point where I was like, I'm not playing this game. And I put it away. I put it down. But I heard someone recently talk about the game now with Demon Souls uh, being remastered and on the PlayStation 5 and, you know, getting all this praise and well-deserved. Uh, Bluepoint did an amazing job. It's not their first game that they've been on. Um, but went back to, to Dark Souls 3 and I'm enjoying the game. I'm like, yeah, this is an RPG. It, it has, you know, the class. It has the... You know, the leveling up and, and you having to equip your items and the encumbrance of your characters. And my question to you guys is, how deep does an RPG have to be for you to engage? Or can it just be something very light and very superficial? Where, where are you at with that? So for me personally... Um, Dark might agree with some of it, might disagree, which is cool. So I can't wait to hear what he has to say. But um, what you were just saying, there's like, all right, so role playing, right? You, RPG, you're, you're role playing essentially, right? So you have, um, which is awesome as well as you have multiple um, types of RPGs, right? So you got your, your action RPGs, you have your massive multiplayer, you have your rogues, roguelikes, your, your tacticals. Uh, sandboxes, JRPGs, first-person party, monster tamer. Like, it's such a, it's such a robust and big, uh, like category, right? Like, mm -hmm. RPG, like everything. Um, RPG is the top of the umbrella, right? And everything underneath it is just, it, it's just so robust. There's just so much. And to answer your question, it's like what, for me, it's. Uh, being able to um, change your classes. So Doc mm. brought up Final Fantasy Tactics, and he's right. That's hands down one of the best RPGs ever, uh, a tactical one at that because of everything he said. But the, you change your classes. You can be a thief. You can be a mage. You can be a chemist. You can be... Uh, uh, what else we got, Dark? Uh, uh, engineer, uh, knight. Uh, ninja. Yep. Elementist. Yep. Samurai. And, archer. Yep. And, Yep, and the cool thing is, with with Final Fantasy Tactics, is the longer you play, um, it, it's uh, your, your characters are permadeath. If you lose them, wow. in a battle, you have three three turns to bring them back before they disappear completely. Mm. But the thing is, you don't have to recruit multiple uh, characters, right? So you could have like just ten that your your main guys. And as they progress um, with the chemist class or the squire class or, or whatnot, you level those jobs up and you unlock more jobs. Then mm -hmm. you're getting into the skills of each so you can mix and match your, mm -hmm. your character to be uh, with ninja skills and black magic, right? So then, which is a good combo. 
Oh I'm God, like, absolutely. So, it, like that, uh, stuff like that, and the amount of I, uh, weapons in that game, I should say, um, customization, I'm I'm big in too. So, just seeing your character visually change, and the the weapons, um, you'll see them briefly, but they also changed and and to me and that's like what an rpg is like if if i get a sword uh, i want it to be different th- uh, from an iron sword and a broadsword i want to be able to see the difference mm. um yeah so I, I, dark can follow up with that but man y'all 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 yeah look man overall if you like rpgs you like chess you like D. You want to get down on something different? Please play Final Fantasy Tactics. It will draw you in. It is the most frustrating, funnest, most confusing, most satisfying thing you'll ever play. Trust me. Mm-hmm. All in those words. Well, and and how about let me let me flip that on its head, and I'm gonna take a couple of uh, these comments first from the uh, chat. I got Javi here with a bunch of of chats and i appreciate you guys tuning in guys hit that like leave a comment you want to do that and if you haven't subscribed do that share this with your mom dad sister brother niece nephews neighbors and your worst enemy it's all right it's all good it's drama free but javi says in the chat he says loving gears tactics right now he's all about that turn base he played shining force like 10 times the Sega Genesis. Shining Force, yes. You remember and, Shining and I, Force, right? I made yeah. Hoppy a wizard all the time. Put it on the record. <laughs> he says, True Peño, I still name my characters after you guys. <laughs> so he so so yeah, that's something that that I I did in RPGs, and I also did that like whenever it was customizable on any other game. If I can name them after somebody I knew, it kind of helped me like to engage and care for the character, but also exactly. it also reminded me like, oh, okay, this character's skill is this because I related to the person. Like you were saying about Pito. Pito was a barbarian, right? So he's the big dude. So I'm like, okay, I know this is what he does. Um, Javi has a quote here. It says, don't back out on me now. Don't back out on me now that I finally believe I love you. Oh, it's warm. Funniest and best quote from Final Fantasy movie. Oh my God, I remember. It. Oh, you man, why? Man, why? I can't even comment on that. Man, that <laughs> bring that, that don't bring that blasphemy into this. Just, just paper. So I said I was gonna flip. I was gonna flip the, the the question here on you guys. So we talked about the 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 depth of an RPG, and you guys definitely are like enthusiasts passionate about it but what about what about for i'm gonna put myself i haven't played an rpg in the longest time yeah dark souls if you want to count that but uh what if i want ground level something current and something old school what would you point me to that it's not going to like scare me it's not going to make me sit there and try to figure out 12 different systems what games do you recommend? Persona 5 Royale. Persona 5 Royale. What do you guys say about that sleek? Uh, I honestly, I was never a Persona fan. Oh, see, sleek, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> nah, you said you loved them already in the beginning. 
I know. It's one of my favorite series out here. Dusty's saying Zelda. Zelda would be a point that he would jump into. So, Old school Zelda? That was rough. I, you I know, know what? You know what series I like? And I played, actually, I finished, uh, what was it? Was it, which one was it? I think number three? Ease or Wise, if you want to call it that. Yeah, yeah. it's Ease. Yeah. Ease. Yep. Yeah. But I, I finished one of the E's. I forget which one it is because there's so many of them now. But um, but I did go through E's and I enjoyed that type of uh that type of game. Now is that a role playing game? Yeah, it's an action role playing game. Action role playing. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, so, I like for me now it's the RPGs I mostly play are like I said they're they're all older. Um, the only ones now I play are like Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter World, but that's obviously a group. Mm. We need, um, where, where you at, Sleek? I need help with Alatreon. Where you at, though? I, I haven't. I, I have uh, Pops help me out because I fell off, and then I went back in, and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't even know what's going on." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> beat. What's going on? Um, but that's an action role playing game, right? So, right. Um, I've been playing mostly that for new. Um, but if you were to play an RPG, I would recommend a game called uh, Sweet Coded. Ooh. Okay. Wait which, so, wait, which one and what system? Okay, so the original Sweet Coded for PS. Um, oh, God. The best is, the best is Sweet Coded 2, hands down. Oh, mm. oh gee. The 100, but, I think it's 101 yeah. stars. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, y'all don't know one of the Sweet Coded, boy. Oh, y'all yeah. One of the best. I think it, hands down the best JR like one of the best. Mm. Um Suikoden one and two obviously follow each other, but then after that it it it, it takes bits and pieces from the first two, but nothing like those are the two that that follow uh one another and mm -hmm. they're the best. And they're for PlayStation. So sell um, it to me. What's what's the premise of Suikoden? So uh, basically, you, we, we talk in the first or second one because the, the first, first one, one talk to me from the first one. And Javi uh, says in the chat, and I'm, I'm gonna interrupt. He says, I remember Ease, you beat it on Saturn. I did beat it on Saturn, okay. Wow, I, these people be remembering stuff that I do that I don't remember. <laughs> before, we, before we move on, I want to plug in there were JRPGs on the Saturn, by the way. If you guys ever get a chance to play games like Dragon Force. There was another game, Albert's Odyssey. Don't sleep on the Saturn. They had their RPGs. I know I played them. I owned them. Yeah, so according to my brother Javi, he says, I, I beat Ease, and it was on the Sega Saturn. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Don't sleep well. on the Sega Dreamcast either. Oh, okay. I got my Dreamcast. <laughs> Some nice RPGs. Yeah. So, so going back to Shikoden. He's selling me on it. What's the premise of it so that, you know, if, if I want to be drawn into it, Okay, so basically, Sweet Coden is <sighs> the purpose is you're basically recruiting as many characters as you possibly can. There's 108, but it will be. I think it has a few bonus characters, right? So almost, yeah. a, almost 112. Mm. I like want to say around that ballpark. If you get yeah, the yeah. special route and special characters, yeah, which can be very. So my first playthrough of that I, I did without any like help. So I obviously didn't hit uh, 
as many guys. I think I got about 80 something. Uh, because there's certain points you won't be able to get a specific character afterwards, or you may miss uh, a point that was important to, to get them, or you're not a high enough level, you just forget to go back. But it's basically about like political struggles, right? So it's how he's his father. Um, you're basically a general son. Mm-hmm. And you start to see things differently, and where the, polit- the politics come in is, you fight as a general for a specific army. I think it's the Scarlet Moon, I believe it's called, Empire, um, and they just start to have like a, a real power trip, right? So then you have uh, a revolt, and you, being the general son, you end up becoming uh, the leader of that revolt. Mm. You are fighting back against everything you were basically taught, everything you grew up on, um, because you realize that it's a corrupt empire, right? Okay. So you're trying to bring peace to the war-torn land, and, you know, it's like a... uh, Help me out, Dark Dad. It's like a... uh, What's a good struggle with the revolution? Um, I mean, if, if you want to go kind of a struggle revolution, think the French Revolution. Yeah. Think the, the people, you know, the people overturning the government kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you actually, in these games, it's really great, too, because every character you find uh, or come across that, that ends up joining you, you find a base, and base building becomes involved, not so much of customizing how you want it to look, Okay. Because, like I said, it, it, it's it's an older one. It wasn't there yet. But every time a specific person joins you, um, a, a part of your base grows. Okay. So it's uh, not like some Fallout 4 where you're, like, moving things around and whatnot. No, no. That that was <laughs> that was not. I don't even think that was thought of at that point. Mm. Um, okay. Let me, let me help. Let me help. The, let me help you build here, Sleek. Yeah, help me. Uh, to, 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 to piece it a little bit more together. You're, you're a guy, you're destined by the heavens to bring together the 108 stars. That is your destiny. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you're in a war-torn country. Everybody hate everybody. You start a resistance. A whole bunch of cats want to join you. Damn. You're like, all right, cool. Sounds cool. like the times we live in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to play a game about that. <laughs> so, I'm so, but the way, the way it works is as much as you are trying to do the right thing, like, you know, you're trying to be like, yo, you know, what we want is peace for the kingdom, period. So, and only the, the way to save everybody is we start this revolution and people from both sides jump on you like, yo, like uh, some people you gotta, you know, you gotta smack in the mouth a couple of times. Okay. Because <laughs> you're like, hey, you know, get off the kingdom. That's how nah, Jay fixes things. He just smacks them in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's, that's what you got to do, though. But um, I, know, I know what character in my next role-playing game to name you. So, so. <laughs> Just saying. But uh, Sleek is right, though. It, it's Sui Coding is... If, once you get drawn into the story, because the story in Sui Coding Sui, Sui is... It is so deep. And not to mention, you guys, the, the gameplay mechanics, he ain't even got into that yet. Mm. It just... It just seems like it's it, these 
the way you guys talk about RPGs and these older RPGs, and I'm glad that I have Javi in the chat because he's like, you remember Legends Legends of Mana? Like, I play Legends of Mana yeah. and, and I beat Legends of Mana as well. He, like, reminds me of stuff that I, I forget. But, um... But yeah, but you guys are so right. Like these stories are so engaging. These characters are so engaging. And I don't think that I've found anything like now that has engaged me like that. I think the the last game that I actually picked up on the Switch, and I know you guys played it, and I must have put like 40 hours into this game, um, is Octopath Traveler. That game is is just it's beautiful to play. When I popped it in, it just brought all that nostalgia back. And it was the last old school game, style old school game that really engaged me and I was like, I just want to play this game. And I forgot why like I put it down, but the game just kept me enthralled. Like I didn't want to play anything else. Is there something like that that you guys have played? recently or have played more than once if you had to pick maybe out of two or three what what games have captured your heart like that that you're like you can go back to that game um c code in <laughs> okay yeah and i'm glad that you said that because you're recommending something that's like near and dear I, I i gotta go check it out uh so i'm i'm writing that down i have to check that yeah, out yeah. yeah check out the videos on it. it it's very it's very good it's very very good. It's well okay, written, I'll... like it, it's good. And Octopath Traveler, I've played it. I, I loved a lot of it, but that is, it's very deep. Like the stories for yeah. each characters. Yeah. I mean, they're so long. It's. Yeah. I almost, I can, I, I could probably go back to it, but it kind of felt dra dragged out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I agree with you, Sleep. I agree. Like that's what captured me. Like if I go back to Octopath right now, it's been over like two years that I think I haven't played that game. I think that game is two years old already, but I would have to start all over again. But I know what I'll like be getting into because like you said, each character is developed within the game. Yeah. And, and then they go through like their own transformation as well in the game. So they don't just remain the character that you start with. You can actually alter their class. And it's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's so dope. Like, there's just it is it is awesome yep. it, yeah it's a great game and and graphically i was really like taken back that on the switch they can pull something off like that it's gorgeous in in my opinion yeah they it, it's just for me when uh what made me fall off uh like i said unfortunately it was the the stories for each character were were so deep yeah so long like you know you have backstories of characters but these each one of these characters i mean the story was each alone right there yeah yeah a book for each of them and i was like whoa and they, yeah. have, they have a good amount of of characters in that game yeah and That's and and, kind of and even the uh even the battles like when you would get into battles with like some some major characters and whatnot you could be on like a battle for like a good 45 minutes and whatnot and get killed, and then you got to go all over again. Oh, yep. I don't want to talk games like yeah, that. that yeah. But that you know, but the the appeal is there for a game to do something like that, 
and you it's like monster hunter like my brother stopped playing monster hunter for that reason because he was like are you serious we've been fighting this monster for like an hour and i got stomped i'm not going back <laughs> like he had no patience for it but uh, for me in the right setting with the right game it, it, it engages me you know like that's what has engaged me with dark souls this time around understanding that there is a loop there understanding that there's a mechanic that you have to respect understanding that it is an rpg understanding that you have to learn character patterns and behaviors you know and figure this stuff out the dying doesn't bother me as much it just makes me like want to like jump in there again and go okay i, I got you i you did that this time okay i'm gonna do it again javi in the chat is asking any of you guys whether it's jay or sleek how do you spell uh, the name of the game that you guys were mentioning and recommending? S-U-I-K-O-D-E-N. It's, okay. It looks like it's Sue Coden, but it's pronounced Sui Coden. So it's S-U-I-D-O-K-E-N? Nope, nope. S-U-I-K-O-D-N. K-O-D-N. And I'm putting that in the chat yep. for you guys. So you guys can uh, check that yep. out if you get an opportunity. Fallout 4 and New Vegas, do it for me. That's what Javi says. <laughs> Fallout 4 and New Vegas. <laughs> I, I will say this, too. If you're a fan of Octopath, I actually um, did a Kickstarter. I don't do ma many Kickstarters, but there's a game called uh, Ayudin Chronicle. Okay. And it's oh. going to be the spiritual successor of the Sweet Coden series. Mm. Um a lot of the team who worked on Sweet Coden from Konami okay. uh, left and created their own studio. And they went on Kickstarter and they were asking for, uh, I believe they were asking for 500000 and they got about $5 million Wow. Because that, that's what <laughs> I mean. Like, sweet, you can't sleep on Sweet Coden. It, it had such a, a fan base that you, I mean, I didn't even know until they announced this. And, you know, that they're, they're going to bring everything that people loved about that game into this and more. Um, wow. Right now, the graphics they're showing are the towns and the base that you're building is in the graphics of Octopath. Okay. Uh, and your character is an isometric, um, I don't want to say 16-bit, but it's, it's uh, around there. Okay. Um, but it, it's beautiful. Like, it. I can send you a link later, and you can share that later on too. But oh yeah, called, definitely. Hey, uh, you didn't, but yeah, they're 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 made up of vets from Konami uh, because Konami was like, you know what? They're crazy about everything they do. They they were like, let's not do another suit coding, and they didn't realize like, look at the amount of money they just like you people kicks out of this game five million just above wow. five million. <laughs> I it's it's crazy, but it looks beautiful, and they showed off a, a scene of. Um, um, Jay, I don't know if you saw it, but they showed some of the skills and magic you can do and the team formations, which Jay will be familiar with because it's, it's literally pulling the six-party, six-person battle system from Suikoden, mm. which I liked where you have long Wait, which in the back. So uh, that means they're, they're going off the Suikoden 1, Suikoden 2 system? Yes. Where you got to have your your uh, basically your heavy attackers up front and your long rangers and gunners in the back. Uh, that's what it's looking like. 
they have a really good uh i can shoot you a, a message later and anyone else who who wants one oh, yeah. if, if they haven't seen any of it but like i have all the kickstarter stuff where and i'm in the discord yeah yeah where they they show everything and um the stuff they're adding the amount of characters and they're really staying true to it which is what's getting me really excited because yeah if you want to throw you. that link on in the uh discord and guys i'll put a link in the uh youtube chat as well uh but you can put that in the uh 24 7 365 gaming where you usually post a bunch of your other stuff there on the discord channel and uh and pin it so people can uh look for it pinned uh as well because that sounds that sounds intriguing that really sounds intriguing to it, be honest it, and what they're showing so far i mean it's it's like really beautiful to look at too it's uh i, I just i couldn't believe when i saw it because i i was always looking like are they gonna bring speed code in six mm. are they gonna do it because i have like i i mean you know me i have all the physicals right i've beaten uh all the sweet codings four and five were they were all right but one and two four... baby one and two that's all you yeah. need yeah, one and one and two will always be the best. I actually did like the the DS version, or was it three? It was DS, three DS, one of those two. Mm. But um, yeah, it's I'll get it and I'll pin it. But I, I'm we're telling you like you can't sleep on the sweet coding, so you get your hands on it or however you're gonna play it. Um, yeah, I'll be saying it's a uh... really dumb game. I'll be saying Sukoden on Saturn and PlayStation. That's OG PlayStation, right? First PlayStation? Yes. Okay. Yeah, PS. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah the, the, the PS one, the, one of the OG. Basically, y'all, you guys got to understand, PlayStation 1 really brought in a lot of JRPGs here in the States. Oh, because, yeah. You know, like he said, I mean, Sukoden is one of them, but there are so many good games out there people slept on. Grandia 1, Xeno Gears. Final Fantasy Tactics, Legend of Dragoon, Vagrant Story. Um, uh, what what oh crap, there's a there's another one that Wild Arms. Oh, see that Oh yeah, I played oh, Wild Arms. See, I mean And Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. Oh, Breath of Fire, yeah. remember that. Breath so, of I mean, Fire would be a big one too. Oh, see there there's so many games that people slept on and they also carried over to PlayStation 2, that Grandia 3, Grandia Extreme. Mm -hmm. You know, they remade Grandia 2 from the Dreamcast and brought it over to the PlayStation 2. And Grandia 2 was a fool. I mean, yeah, and see, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's almost it's almost sad to see, like I said, just because of that Kickstarter and it's going back to those older graphics, but more modern. Mm. It, it's sad to see um, all those games being slept on and, and people missing out. Like... If you think about it, um, the the money they raised, obviously it was like a fan base that, that exists but is in the dark. So think about it. So it's the same thing uh, Jay was saying. You got the Breath of Fire games. You got the Wild Arms. You got the Tail series. You got uh, the Zeno Saga series, Zeno Gears. Oh, yes, sir. Like, yes, sir. These are all like great, beautiful games. But if you don't have any interest uh, or any of these games pique your interest to even try, you're you're really missing out, and it's sad because nowadays you don't see sticking to those styles. But there's a lot of people who want 
that to come back. Even the art, like they don't care that it's it's older because mm-hmm. it's you you see remasters now like Secret of Mana. I have the remastered Switch version. It's beautiful to look at, and obviously it plays more smooth and everything else because it's, I mean, it's a stronger system. You can do more and whatnot. But I was playing um, Super Nintendo today. I was playing Secret of Mana, and it was like, this game is like great, and it's a Super Nintendo. Yeah, like and- people. It's sad because a lot of people. Um, missed out not that they missed out but you know as generations go on you have different just like just like life and movies and tv and what you believe what you don't believe it's right it's like generational gaps but there's still such a huge fan base for like the older stuff but you're not going to see it and and they really put a lot of like not that developers or anything don't put love sweater tears in newer games but like Jay said earlier, and, and, and I agree, it's like the story. Like they really, really like put their heart and soul in those stories. Because if uh, you uh, don't have a good story with those, uh, you kind of just, you can't bank on much more. Yeah, you're like right. dead in the water, right? It, it, it has to be that compelling story that's going to get you connected. I, I do want to say, and Javi just made mention that, that Sukoden is on Saturn on PlayStation and on Windows. Um, I also got to give some some credit to where credit is due. If you guys are watching the stream, if you catch this, whether live or on a replay, if you're looking at the layout, um, the chat is from our Discord, DFG family. So if you go hit us up there, you can chat through there as well. And the work of art, the two pieces of art that are on there, that was my daughter who drew those and um i just i just snatched it like from her book i said hey could i just borrow these and uh added them on to the uh to the overlay today and she's got some serious talent so if you guys haven't seen the video or not watching it she has like a uh like a night angel um on top and on the bottom is just like the head of a dragon and those are in full color and everything in the original drawings. But obviously when I scanned them and, you know, f- uploaded them, I had to rework them a bit so that they looked uh, proper on the overlay. But I wanted to give a shout out to my daughter and uh, and her providing that fan art. And you guys who are listening to this that are part of the DFG community um, or are chatting with me on a constant basis, you got some art. I'll throw it up on here. So I'm talking to you, Paco and Nate. If you're listening, <laughs> come <laughs> come with the art and I'll put it up. I, I told you I would do it. And, you know, my daughter beat you to it. So I don't know oh, what shit. you're going to bring, but it looks, if you look at it, I don't know if you guys are looking at it or not, but it's, it's serious. She can draw. Like I was having a conversation with her, you know, that father, daughter conversation and projecting into her future and saying listen just get through high school if you can just bust out high school i'll get you into like a specialized you know graphic design school you don't even have to go to college well let's get you into some specialized school and let's get you set because that's how good she is Hold on, hold on, brother. You're like, hey, go ahead, baby. Take all these classes so I can get the house to myself. That's what you're saying. Hey, you know why? (laughs) One way or another. 
Hey, eventually. Eventually, you're going to be will. there. Trust me, when you get there, you're going to do the same thing. <laughs> I will say this. Um, a side note before we go back to the RPGs, but yeah, uh, designing emotes and overlays for content creators is a triple-digit business if you do it right. Yeah. Yep, there yep. are people out there who, who, who make a killing uh for good reason mm-hmm. but it, it's it's content creators are always looking for new art new ways to spruce up anything emotes yeah. overlays sounds a- anything yeah yeah it's 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 out there i told her i said you know not just the field of uh you know just uh graphic designer but engineering i mean you can just take it anyway i thought literally you can be at home you know on your computer and working for yourself that's that's just the the times that we live in and the flexibility that you'll have with that so it's all good hey you've been quiet man i, I want to like let you jump in here if you have something to say man no it's, it's really interesting how you know the, the love that they have for their rpgs <laughs> yeah you know, play, i mean there, uh, there are certain genres that, that i just you know i really dive into rpgs you know i've always respected i've never you know like you know you know, toss them to the side and go away with me. You know, it's, it's always intrigued me. I, I just never really gotten into it. Um, but I've had my, my share of RPGs. I've loved. Um, I've always. I, I actually have on on Steam on my wish list. Baldur's Gate. I would love to continue that whole. Mm. You know that whole storyline. You know, never. Well, I forgot the name of it, but it's something like Winter Nights or, or uh, Never Never Wind or something like that. Never, never Winter. Never, yeah, never winter. I mean, they had expansions galore, you know, on, the, on that series. Mm. Well, if you have Game Pass, Boulder's Gate is on there. Yeah, it's on there. I, I'm a PC guy. I like to play my RPGs on the PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got, still, actually, I'm on Ultimate. Yeah, that's right. I got yeah, it, it, it should still be on PC for Game Pass. Yeah, you know, regardless, there's always a respect for those RPGs. I've always, you know, enjoyed the way, like, I, I really like Diablo. You know, I know it's not, you know, like you can't really form a cast of team, but, you know, it's like the intricacies of it, you know, what you can put on, you know, mix matching your, your armor and, and weaponry and stuff like that. And then you got a great storyline. Total, total respect. Yeah, the, so, so Diablo would be your, your uh, hack and slash uh, right. action RPG if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah. And and that's my and that's why I kind of gravitated to that gameplay because I'm a little bit more faster gameplay type of guy. I like first person shooters and you know moving objects and stuff like that. So you know to, to lay back and, and absorb a storyline really isn't my cup of tea. You know, I like... unless unless it's more of like a like a linear story, like something like a Telltale game or uh, what was the one that you was playing, The Plague's Tale. You know, which is yeah, just like yeah, carry you yeah. from point A to point B. And point, and that's yeah. another thing. Like, what do you guys think? Like, you were just talking about, you know, the the tragedy, if we can use that word, of of these games just being lost on this generation. Because this generation is about the FPS, you know, first person shooters. You have the, the, the Twitch games. 
where it's all, you know, pew, 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 you know, and you die and, and hit reset two minutes later and you're back into it and you just rinse, wash, repeat. Do you think that these games can have a resurgence in an ADHD society? Okay. I'm just okay. saying, I'm just putting it out there. You guys can argue about it. Make your points. I don't want to, I don't want to argue. I was going to say there's, there will never, ever not be a place without these games only because I don't care who you say, who you are, what you do. RPGs is unlike any experience you can play. And that's why they've been with every system upgrade, whatever the system is, it's always been an RPG from beginning to end and it won't stop. Yeah, I agree with you. Javi's talking about well, Skyrim, Dragon Age, uh, Dragon Age 2, uh, Children of Mana on the DS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to think about it. They're like, the, that genre is, is the pioneer of games, if you really think about it. Because, uh, I mean, even Zelda on the NES, right? Remember um, the original Zelda? Mm-hmm how how good that was and it was like if you take that game and then compare it to it even go as far as diablo like that game had an evolution and that on the nes you were basically yeah you were going to different dungeons and fighting the boss but it was almost like you were dungeon crawling mm -hmm. so you um, you're more thinking about game like gauntlet yeah so Gauntlet Legends, mm -hmm. yeah, that evolved yeah. from Gauntlet. With the uh, what was it on sixty four? Was Gauntlet Legends after the arcade? Yes, yes. you are correct. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you saw the evolution of Gauntlet. Just that's what I mean. Like I, somewhere in every game you play to this day, even some sport. There's some sport RPG games. I mean, that's weird. It's a little bit of. The pioneer in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Some, somebody jumped in there saying that's weird. <laughs> What's weird? No, somebody said something about that's weird. I just I thought that's what I heard. I think it, I think it was Hino. Oh, Hino, you said something about that's uh, weird. Uh, no, it must have been background noise. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But but Javi, <laughs> Javi, my brother, right now he's like in the chat and he's listing these games and he's like he's going through his his uh stepdaughter's. I guess he has like a crate and he's like <laughs> Dragon Siege, Dragon Quest. He's like, wish I could put a post, a pic of a post and the, these bin of games that she has. Gauntlet and Fable are his favorite games. I've never played Fable and I've heard Fable is, again, one of those games that you have to play. It's very good. Okay, look, y'all. Maybe not the third one, but the first two are very good. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm tired of Saturn not getting no love here. So Saturn's about to get some love real quick. Saturn has some of the greatest RPGs of all time that have been slept on. Number one is Dragon Force. If you can afford a copy of Dragon Force at this day and age and afford a Sega Saturn to play it, one of the greatest tactical RPGs of all time, and you don't even know it. Another one is Shining the Holy Ark. It is a FPS RPG and the only one of its kind that I've ever played in my life. Trust me, look it up. And trust me, try to afford a copy of it. Yes. Yeah, you know that <laughs> Dragon Force is, uh, it's, it, it plays, well, let me re rephrase that. 
It's, I believe, for the DS, Knights in a Nightmare. It might even be for PSP as well. Uh, that's how that battle system works, is exactly like Dragon Forces. Um, so, so Sleek, since you, since you know about this, when I, when, I, when I owned my Saturn, you know, back when the Saturn came out in the 90s, yep. I owned back-to-back seven copies of Dragon Force in the 90s. Why? I owned three <laughs> copies of Magic Knight Ray Earth, which is probably one of the greatest action RPGs. Why? <laughs> Were you scalping them or something? <laughs> Dude, I had a copy of Burning. If, if anybody's ever played a game called Burning Rangers, I had that too. Yeah, and... that sounds like an STD. It's Burning <laughs> Rangers. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to play I'll that. You, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. To get oh. Dragon Force on the Sega Saturn, uh, it's about two hundred and fifty dollars oh for a physical gosh. copy. Wow! Yes, sir. So, yes. so let me jump in here. Hold on, because he, he just another light bulb moment for me, and I have to ask this: you, you're talking about games that now to get on system. These games are locked on systems, right? So, to get the system, to get the hardware. And get the physical copy because that's how you're gonna find it. What do you guys think about emulation and and moving forward? Like, look at what Xbox is doing with backwards compatibility. PlayStation following suit. What about seeing these games being unlocked from these systems? Are you guys with it, or does the experience have to be on these systems? So, for me, it's going to go, there's pros and cons to both, obviously. Um, I could tell you, you said earlier about a resurgence potentially in these games. Mm-hmm. Might not still catch the attention of some folks because of stories, or they might be like, oh, the graphics, like, you know, they they're gonna, they miss, like, the point of it. But right. if, if these companies and or whoever owns these specific uh, IPs, if they were to do something like a Game Pass or, mm-hmm. or Netflix or, or whatnot, I would hands down pay for every single one to be able to just play the game at any moment. So that that would be like a pro uh, in regards to that, doing that type of, of streaming or the, a type of service. But the con would be just like the nostalgia of uh, so for an NES. Though I read that this is a myth, but I could be wrong. My mm-hmm. opinion... I thought blowing in the cartridge would make it work. So I have, I have final That's fantasy. That's an urban myth. Yeah, I have final <laughs> fantasy. And, you know, I'd be sitting there blowing it to make sure it works. But obviously we all know that it's just, if the pin's damaged, I mean, right. it is what it is. It, it, it's, well, you know, the, the pin's damaged. But emulation is such a, a gray area. Um, if, if they know it goes on, it, it'd be a shame... To lose it, but companies, whether they believe it or not, would be able to profit off of just, just like, somehow, like I said, like a, a streaming service, like yeah. uh, Game Pass, like or a Spotify. subscription service, right? Yeah, I mean, I bet that they would see less. Maybe I don't know. It's a toss-up, but they may be able to see less of people downloading these games to play them illegally where it's already a gray area right so Mm -hmm. the emulation portion isn't illegal 
it's the the IP of the games that right. you're ripping. Right. Um, I'm no lawyer or anything, so I'm not. I may have it backwards, but I know that it's it's just you know murky waters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's frowned it's... upon, but it's also okay. It's yeah, it's interesting. So you don't really. It's all... Yeah, it's almost like the indie musician that gives away his music just for the sake of, you know, gathering a crowd that, you know, will pay attention more to his music. Yeah, and Henio, speak to that, I mean, about, because you're PC, and, and PC, I mean, is where all these games are built, you know, going right back to the origin of things. What, you know, how did the PC crowd or you as a PC guy see, see emulation? You know, if you had accessibility or if like sleek was just saying a subscription service, like what route, what would have to be the qualifying factors to go either one way or another? I, I don't think there is any like bond to like, you know, to say, Oh, you know, this, we, we can't go there. You know, obviously I, I wish I could emulate half of the game three quarters of the games that, that are out there, you know, especially old school. Um, you know, I, obviously I, it's not, um, like I said, I, I have to wait for games to either appear on game pass or, you know, order them through steam. So, you know, I would have to go into a different realm to go grab them. So with that said, you know, you, you don't, you don't want to cross the line by, you know, disrespecting that genre. And I think when you start emulating, you're kind of crossing that line, you right. know, like all right am i gonna really you know emulate you know run it emulation style you know and have the game and enjoy it who cares you know no one's no one's watching me play these old games anyway you know not unless i start streaming then you really get into that dark murky you know oh he's suspect you know so you know emulation i love it i think it's a great idea i think it could bring by you know you know bring back you know a game not to life, but you know, kind of extend the, the the legacy of it. Um, but at the same token, you know, the developer and the maker of the game doesn't get nothing out of it. Right, you know, right, right. You're kind of screwing them over in a way. So, you know, there's some that are just like, hey, yeah, I got to emulate it. You know, I run it, big deal, no big deal. And then there's just people that are like, you know what, I'll I'll wait for it to go on sale and I'll buy it legitimately. And I know that if whatever I do with this game is a legitimate game. Right. Right. Like I look at, like I mentioned Blue Point earlier in, uh, in the podcast and what they've done with Demon Souls. And let me tell you, that game looks fire on that PlayStation 5. It looks, it looks sick. And not only that, but, uh, Shadow of the Colossus was something they worked on as well. I've been wanting to play that one so bad. Yeah. So, you know, we were, we were again, you know, mentioning the, the whole, how do you expose these these older games? And those two games I mentioned are not nearly as old as the games that we're talking about. You know, when you're talking about SNES, NES, uh, Saturn, you know, Dreamcast, uh, PlayStation, the original. You know, when you talk about much older games. So I agree with you that that thin line. And also, I admire people like Sleek who have the hardware you know i think about all the systems that i bought and owned and i don't have anymore i wish i had those systems i wish i had my old nintendo my old super nintendo my my you know my sega saturn my you know i wish i had these systems and i still had 
the hardware, you know, the and and the and the games, but I don't, you know. Um, and when I do see people posting like, you know, their uh their tour of their collection and their room, like I could imagine. I think the first thing I want to do when I meet Sleek is I want to go to his game room. I want to see like all these hard copies of all his games because it's just I don't know. It's just like it's it's like going into Toys R Us, which doesn't exist no more. But when you go into Toys R Us and you're surrounded by all those toys and games and gadgets, you're just it's beyond happiness. <laughs> you know, it just does something to you. There's an appreciation level exactly. when, when you have the hardware. You know, it's like I, I I brought up my just recently, like in the middle of the summer, I brought up my Dreamcast from from storage and like. I was like, it was like the first time that I actually looked at it from like the last time I really put it in, which was like over a decade ago. Mm. And like, I took it out and I'm like, man, I didn't even bother wiping this down. I ain't clean it, you know? And as I'm wiping it down and I'm I'm like, damn, I, I want these memory cards should be still good. You know, let me put a, a little battery in it. And I started putting a battery and I'm like, oh man, do I still got the connector for the TV? And all of a sudden it was like, let me go downstairs and go get ready to rumble and try to boot that up yeah. on another <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was just like you, you start reliving that legacy moment that, 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 you know, like when you first bought that game, you're like, yo, this game is awesome. And, and you know, I think if you do that with, with an emulator, it's just not the same feeling. Yeah, definitely not. Like, at least for me, I agree with you there. And I'm sure that Sleek and, and Jay agree. It's, it's not the same to actually, you know, when you have the hardware, when you have the controller that the game was designed for like i couldn't stand the n64 controller like it just couldn't i don't know what they would think about there but when you played games with it that was designed for that controller you was like oh now i know why this is designed this way and it's supposed to work this way um and it's just i don't know it's just that connection that you don't get through emulation what was that you start to get an appreciation yeah for why they design things a certain way yeah it's it's part of the it's part of the the hobby that we have the the love for gaming that we have it's not just the game itself it's the process that goes into the design of the box the design of the game the developers the backstories everything everything that's in there is is gaming you know and and it's not on a at least for us here i would say for all of us it's what gives us that deep appreciation you know it's there's nothing we can geek out about it like <laughs> you know not just jrpgs uh and rpgs but about maybe any any genre and and maybe not even the genres we can talk about the industry we can talk about the history we can talk about documentaries we've seen companies etc cetera, etc cetera, and just go on and on but uh what's dusty saying in the chat he says sleek is like metal jesus from youtube <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is I right will, <laughs> metal jesus I yeah will say this. yeah I will say this as well about the Dreamcast is it was ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. In regards of what it was trying to do and what it was trying to accomplish. It's a shame that oh. it, it abruptly ended. Yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. Shenmue mm -hmm. was released on the Dreamcast first, I believe. I could be wrong. You are uh, correct. Yeah. And then they have what? Uh, my favorite. Or, well, not my favorite. Sorry. I should say 
top there is like they had uh, evolution for uh, an RPG. They had uh, Dark. Will appreciate this. Grandia. <sighs> Grandia. That's where I Grandia. played it on the Dreamcast. Guys of Arcadia. Grandia Time too. Stalkers. Yes. Grandia too. Yes, sir. And and it's just I, I honestly wish the Dreamcast would make a resurgence. Man, okay. See, I can go all. I can run on all day with the Dreamcast, and we ain't gonna let you. <laughs> like, uh, like my man Sleek was saying, what people don't understand, Dreamcast was a very pinnacle, like a huge pinnacle in gaming happened at the Dreamcast, and people don't even realize it because it online. happened. It was online, and it was sports. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast was the was the pinnacle of all that, and then oh, yeah. every other system you know follow suit but going back to the jrpgs look guys it is a huge world out here and jrpgs whether it's a jrpg whether it's an rpg a lot of these series carry a long and strong history no pun intended i'll take that the wrong way and uh and it's really going for what you want to play it don't matter you can name a system I can give you a game. Mm. It don't it it don't matter. I can give it to you whether in sports. Um uh, you fall out. <laughs> and uh Yeah, you, you fell out there, Jay. You just like I can give it to you in sports and then it was like you passed out or something. <laughs> you Did you say I passed out? You, wow. Yeah, you forgot to breathe, uh, man. You got too nah, excited uh, there, brother. It, it's like <laughs> Uh, brother went into a seizure or something he had like flashbacks of all these games wow hey man look man that was good if anybody has a nest emulator please go play tecmo world cup soccer (laughs) his brother was talking to me about that game like before we started Captain is the joint, dude. Y'all just gotta understand. Captain Subasa. I got it. He yeah. playing it. Yeah. Oh man, that kid, man. Captain Subasa is like an experience where you go, did they really make games like this? Mm. And why haven't I played them? That's yeah. the experience you get. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so many games, so little time, right? And uh, it's just, I mean, that's, I I'm in a place where. I'm glad I'm having this conversation. I'm glad you jumped on Sleek. You actually caught me by surprise because I just asked and I was, you know, when I ask, I'm ready for the nose. You know, it's like in sales, <laughs> they teach you. You just keep asking because out of the 99, one person's going to say yes. <laughs> That'll be the 100 person. And then, hey, there you go. And uh, and you jumped on here. And, and I'm so glad you're here because you're bringing something to to us to me personally i'd be selfish that yeah i've had my exposure growing up and and even now as an adult but the appreciation like that fire kindled again to really think about these games think about this genre and and to really look for like those gems look for those games that are gonna be engaging because that's what's missing, I think, in a lot of games today. Again, you have games that are rinse, wash, repeat. Games that are twitch shooters, FPS games. Year after year after year, you get the same game 
it's no-brainers. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those games, but you know, I'm more mature and I would love to sit with something, get captivated and gripped by something and want to come back to that and that alone. And I think that there's no other genre but the role-playing genre, at least in my experience, that has done that for me. And this conversation has has started that up. What does what does Dusty say? Dusty say he'll buy one right now. I think he's talking about like a console or something. Um, Javi says, I got laughed at from some co-workers who didn't believe me when I said Dreamcast had a fishing game with the rod controller. Talking, you talking Sega, uh, Sega Sport, Bass Sport Fishing? Man, that game was so dope. I don't <laughs> understand how. Man, was Sega that? Sport, Bass Fishing was that joint. Oh, yeah, I got accessory. It it was it really was immersive. It it was it was perfectly crafted accessory. It worked. Oh man, when you get that 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 when that uh the, the speaker come on and do like fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people and, and and to for you to think about how far ahead of his time. This is before we remotes. You know, we're talking about peripherals here that were designed for the Sega Dreamcast. Um, that did these things that immersed you in these games it's it's just gaming has come a long 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 way guys a long way guys we are about an hour and a half believe it or not into this already and sleek i'm just gonna ask you this question two two more questions okay before i let you go um number one will you come back and we can talk some more about this, uh, give you some time now that you know how we kind of flow. And again, you're amongst family, but we would love to have you back to just chat it up with us at your convenience, because I know you're a man that's uh, very busy and always, uh, you know, working on something. So that's the <laughs> official invitation. Oh, I, I gladly accept. All right. All I'll, right. Uh, we can hash out details and whatnot. Um, you know how to get a hold of me. I know oh, how to get a hold of you, so it will work. Yeah, yeah. This and, brother uh, said, no, sleep was like, call my agent, man. Yeah, no, I, I like, <laughs> I've always, I've always appreciated Sleek's, you know, real cool and calm demeanor. I remember when I was on Mixer and playing a uh, PUBG and uh, we got featured like back to back because somehow I made it like to the last 10 survivors or whatever. And I remember him in the chat, he was modding and he was like, stay focused Anton, stay focused while the channel was like flooding with viewers. <laughs> and, uh, and I was just like, what in the world am I doing? I got super hype. And he was like, calm down, stay focused, play the game. I'll handle the chat. I'll handle it. I'll just don't worry about it. And, uh, I'd never forget that, but sleek's always been, you know, level headed, real, real cool. But um, but I did get that little, you know, that little excitement there when he's talking about these JRPGs. So we definitely want him to come back and talk some more about that. My second question, I'll leave it open to to you guys as well. So do you think that any of these next gen consoles are going to turn their attention even more so to this genre in this generation? I'll tell you what, 
I know that um, NJ, uh, I don't know if you saw this or you, you're well aware of it as well, but Level 5, who makes um, some some pretty pretty good games, games that I find interesting in regards to uh, RPGs. So you're looking at, like, uh, like not all childish games, but they made uh, Yo-Kai Watch. Uh, they made... Um, they have some other big names out there. I think Professor Layton, uh, Dragon Quest, and they had their hands in Dark Cloud, Inazuma Eleven. I could go on and on. Oh, oh, wow! You name some good titles for me. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I, they're like in the talk of, you know, falling out. Kind of, uh, they're they're in trouble. Um, so I was kind of hoping that they would maybe get bought potentially rescued by Microsoft because I know Microsoft has been talking to to get more of these games in their you know in their library and, and for their system because be you know it's not that heavy in these types of RPGs right mm-hmm. so they've yeah. been approaching uh, larger and smaller studios in Japan to be like hey you know, maybe you you come uh, make some games for us or port some games for us and whatnot. I know, I know that Level Five had a a game for Xbox at one point uh, called True Fantasy Live Online, I believe. And at this point, it's like, why don't you just try to rescue Level Five? Um, it was an MMORPG. <clears throat> for the Xbox, um, talking OG by the Microsoft Corporation. So, just rescue Level Five and get all their games in your library. That's how I feel. I, I just think they should do that, um, or rescue anyone that's in trouble because you can see them buying up everyone. Um, you know, Bethesda, um, and I know they were saying Phil Spencer. I think said it in the last interview he did, but he's like, I'm not going to take away the games from the other consoles for exclusive, exclusivity, like, whatever. <laughs> trying to say that word, the tongue twister. But not take them away just for Xbox, but as long as they make uh, that same game better on the Xbox mm. and faster. And, mm. like, that's what he's saying. He's He just wants it to be, you know, to really push the limits of what they made with the Xbox, right? Yeah. Not so much take away the opportunity for because he he believes in uniting gamers over yeah. over like what console you have. So like I said, he's I want everyone to be able to play the game. I just want it to be better. Yeah. On our equipment. Right. Our hardware. Right. That that's so, that's what you get when you have someone at the helm who's a gamer you know and and not you know not a corporate guy first he's a gamer first and he he understands the 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 thinking the thought process of the gamer and uh yeah i appreciate everything that uh phil spencer has done and continues to do with the team over at xbox and i'm just i'm so glad because he's not into the whole console war fanboy stuff you guys know here I've said it. I prefer Xbox. That's just because where my family's at. 
where most of my friends are at and what I kind of grew up with as far as like into my adult life. But I got my PlayStation, I got my Switch, you know, I got my PC. And if the games are available on all those platforms, it just gives me the opportunity and the flexibility to play where I want, whenever I want. You know, and that's and that's just a beautiful thing. So let's put the uh, fanboy stuff behind us in the console wars, because I I don't think Phil Spencer is even that even crosses his mind anymore. But any any you guys, Jay, you want to say anything, Hanya? You want to say anything as to that point? As far as okay. uh, what what about the rumors of Sega and you know maybe Microsoft swooping in? Okay, well, see, <laughs> I don't want to open up a can of worms. We're trying to wrap oh. it up. <laughs> I've been trying to buy Sega for a, while, a couple times, but oh, go yeah. ahead, Jay. Okay, see, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a avid guy. I'm the retro guy, and I love it. They got, especially and Sony. I'm, a, I'm gonna say this to you first, Sony. You guys got so many games that you can redo and make blockbusters out of right now. You're sitting on a gold mine. Go redo Legend of Dragoon and put it on the PlayStation 5. Oh, dear Jesus, Lord. Do Dark Cloud again. Oh, CC, come on now. I mean, you guys got, y'all got so many games y'all can throw out there that it just make my heart. It, it, it hurt. But then, like Sleek was saying, though, look, Sega, Sega's been my baby for many years. I've been riding down with Sega since the Master System. And even when we screwed ourselves and shot ourselves in the foot, dug an old grave with a 32X and a Saturn kind of basically dropping them at the same time, which is the dumbest thing in the world for them to do, which is effectively what killed Sega. And then Dreamcast being on Windows 98, which effectively made the Dreamcast the most rippable system known to mankind. <sighs> But somebody buy Sega, do them right, do them justice. And Microsoft, if you do, you're sitting on the gold mine. All you got to do is get the right games out there. That's all you got to do. New Fantasy Star, not just Fantasy Star Online. I'm talking about go back to the roots of Fantasy Star. Yeah, Fantasy Star will be something that uh, if that gets remade, I definitely will go back to that because that's one of my one of my childhood games uh, i definitely would go back in a heartbeat but uh Henyo, anything you got to say as we are coming to the close here guys thank you for hanging out and being here hit that like hit that subscribe hit that little bell icon leave a comment and share this out Henyo, talk to us I, you know, to me, it's what's, you know, what, what is trending, you know, what is popular, you know, what are the developers are going to put into it, right? They, they want to make a game that they know is going to get recognition. If, if, uh, and, and this is, and this can't be answered tonight, but if the, the community, if the, if the people demand a game, a new game, a new, you know, RPG style game that could fulfill, you know, the needs of everyone and make it popular, right? So, and what I mean by popular, like, it's like up there with, you know, the latest games, you know, you could see, you, you just need one game that could spark 
the genre again, right? Right now, it's kind of in the backseat. You have a lot of the people who are cult players, you know, and they go back to their old reliable gaming on RPG. But if you could get that one game, that one good RPG game to spark everything up again, you could start seeing more games being developed at the RPG level. Uh, because right now, you know, everything's dominated by, you know, a GTA, uh, a sporting a game, or, or Call of Duty, a first-person shooter. You know, so you just, the community needs a good RPG game just to, to kind of ignite that spark. And from there, the developers will continue to try to continue that trend. And, you know, you'll see you'll see a big influx of, of more gaming. I mean, I know they're out there. I'm not saying that they don't exist, that they're not making RPG games. But to be on the forefront, I, I just don't see it. I don't see the, when I open up Twitch, I'm not seeing someone playing a, a, an RPG game to, you know, with, 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 with hundreds of followers and, and viewings. So that's just something I'm putting out there. Uh, read it as you want. But if, if, if something's going to happen with RPG, you know, it, it needs a good spark. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where um, it's not going to be until 2021, which obviously is not that far off. Actually, I think it's 2022. I got to double check, but Ayudin is. It will have the potential per se because it's gonna be it's gonna be polished, right? It's gonna be running on uh the PS five, the Switch, the X, uh PC. Mm. So like I said, it, it, you guys give uh Sweet Coden an opportunity. Dig into it. If it's for you, it's for you. If not, you know, it is what it is, but you just see the the story of that game and how the characters develop and how things go that's that's what they're going to be bringing uh back to like i said a Uden, but with more modern stuff more more customization but with that old school feel so it's like it's like polished uh i mean being a big fan of octopath or if you enjoyed playing octopath it's now you're mixing two games together it's it's going to be i think it it can can it can start a resurgence if if you get it in the right hands of the right people and you can try to sell it on people but you're gonna like what you like so yeah it's almost like the 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 community needs to advertise the genre again you know bring it to the forefront hey look look what's happening here you know right now the the forefront is being consumed by first person shooters and sporting you know and it it could probably use a reignition yeah, yeah. There, there is there is one person on on Twitch that I follow who streams uh, midday or late afternoon, but he plays uh, all our like all RPGs, whether it be uh, tactical strategy. Um, he plays a lot of like uh, Fire Emblem, uh, Shining Force, which you guys mm. obviously know. Yeah, uh, he plays yeah. he plays re- he plays retro old school RPGs and. He's he's usually got a good turnout and uh... they're out there. They're, they're yeah. I mean, looking at I'm right. I'm on Twitch right now and I'm looking across the board here and there's plenty of people playing. Oh yeah, you know, RPG style games, but the viewerships. Yeah, you know the eyeballs. You know I. You know you, it needs to be brought to the forefront. Hey, this is what we have. 
you know, showcase the type of gameplay that's the, the possibility, get it in front of eyeballs and make people want to like get back into RPG. You know, to me, an RPG, uh, an RPG just needs about five characters, good leveling boards, and 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 uh, a three quarter view. That's what I really consider RPG. I, I'm not so much into this, you know, first person perspective of an RPG style, but something overhead, you know, that's that's the old school RPG that I love, and that would suck me back into playing that type of game. Yeah. Hey, and, and you know what? And I'm sorry to cut you off, Jay. And I think that we can build again for another session and i'm not trying to cut us off because you guys are talking about a lot of things that are just sparking off but i'm going to leave you guys with this we're going to shut it down um what you just said what would be the ideal setting scenario for a resurgence of of rpgs and i'm talking about not just the exposure um, not just the advertisement, but from the ground up, the building of that next RPG, what would be your approach? You know, because one of the challenges, again, I love Witcher 3. I've cheerled that game here for quite some time. I myself have put maybe 80 hours into that game and I'm nowhere near done and that's one of the challenges as well, where you have these games that are infinitely long. Can we change that format? Do we have to change that format in order to, you know, get the exposure of this genre, maybe make it episodic, you know, where I can play a 10 hour chunk at a time and then come back and play the same game, but episode two, episode three, episode four. Maybe what that's something to think Devin's about. Trying to do right now. Yeah, um, I guess I'll, I'll I'll say this: if you want to make a resurgence, most companies need to sit back and follow the progress of Final Fantasy VII Remake, since Final Fantasy is a beloved RPG of over several generations, my generation and Sleeps, mm -hmm. and uh, it is one of those games. If it doesn't make what it's supposed to make. If they make this game great, because if you if none of you have played the original Final Fantasy, and I mean Final Fantasy, I mean OG Final Fantasy VII, please go back and play it and then go play remake and you know lay your own assumption down. But the remake is a fantastic game. And all companies need to do is see what they did right, what they did wrong, capitalize, build, and snag. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. But guys, from my, go ahead, from my go point, ahead, I say right here, Jay, in order to go to the next level, you have to go to the next level, brother. <laughs> you got to, you got to raise the stakes in the game and they need to do that. Yeah. I agree. I'm I'm in full agreement with every head in this party. I'm gonna give Javi in the chat. The last word he says, quick shout out to my wife on her birthday uh, who has discovered Sea of Thieves. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday sailing on the seas. <laughs> seven seas. All right. Now. Yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate each and every one of you being here. Thank you for being on. 
Um, I don't know, guys. This is I learned something, man. This is I what learned, you you up. learned. You I'm, I'm I have like a hundred and one other questions and topics <laughs> that I can talk about. And if I don't cut it off now, I'm gonna be in trouble because I have to get up in the wee hours tomorrow. My day is gonna be long. Um, and like Jay says, go ahead, Jay. You you might as just say it. What, what's your sleepy time uh, uh, really, quote? No. Oh, I ain't even feeling that way, but they're gonna try to force it. <laughs> <laughs> we missed we missed your cutoff oh, cues last week, oh, you know. So I'm giving you an opportunity here, oh. but you know. If you don't feel like look, it, guys, that's okay. Whether, look, look, guys, whether you want to retro game or be up in the current gen, just remember it's your money, it's your time, mm -hmm. it is your dime. Mm -hmm. And if companies ain't fulfilling what they need to do, tell them to go kiss your booty because you ain't got time. <laughs> sure, you're right. <laughs> And as Jay would say, when he's going to go uh, lay in his coffin, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> that's how he starts it off. Because he's talking about he, we need merchandise. Yeah, we need people first. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's like he wants an end time face mask. Hey, I'm going to working on some stuff. Y'all see how my daughter can draw. I, I told her, you think you can draw some uh, faces of my friends? And she's like, yeah, that's easy. So, uh Hey, I might have some caricatures here of uh Henyo and 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 Jay here shortly. Uh but no. guys, we got to shut it down. Hobby says, like I said before, with E3 attendance, celebrity have to get involved. Look what they're doing for D&D &D during quarantine. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. This topic can go on for a long time, but then we wouldn't have something to talk about the next time. So Appreciate you guys being here. We're going to shut it down. As always, be good to one another. Do good to one another. And keep your gaming and your life drama-free. Later, people. Peace. See you later. Hey, hey, Sleek, we, 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 we got to get up and talk some gaming sometime, man. You let me know. <laughs> Sleek, like, wait, there's another man out here just as nerdy as me on RPG? <laughs> I mentioned a lot of old school games there. Oh, look, look man. 